0: Hi, Mike Sarah here from Customer States. If you're searching for the highest quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the Justice Brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw, performing complete fuel system treatment, and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB-80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. And if you don't, call them anyway and tell them I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. Oh, my God.
1: That was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, It
2: was... No! What's up, bitches?
1: What's up, bitches? Hey, sluts. Hey, this is my turn. What's up, my
2: little butt plugs?
1: That's (laughs) me! It's a me, Allie Paul (laughs) from... um, customer states podcast the podcast where we talk about everything mostly kind of in the automotive industry oh
2: is that what this is i was trying to find the bathhouse. i gotta go bye <laughs> <laughs> <Do-loo-loo-loo-loo-loo-loo>.
1: <laughs> i was going for like the sound that the flintstones make can you guys do that sound better uh, yes. toes. yeah yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm. put it on a xylophone mm-hmm. anyways when he's bowling
1: hey you guys i'm really thirsty
2: I'm How like, thirsty are
1: you? I'm so Wait. Thirsty. I'm about to bust. Are you ready to bust?
2: What are,
3: what are we drinking?
1: We're drinking out of glass.
3: But what are we drinking? We are
2: drinking.
1: Jarritos.
2: Candoritos. No, yeah? I, I'm kidding. It's uh, Cantaritos by jaritos. I'm having a fruit punch hard sota.
0: I am also having a fruit punch.
1: I'm having tamarindo.
0: Uh, I'm having mandarin hard soda, but I did ask for Cantonese hard soda.
2: No, do it in the accent. You're having a what?
0: Mandarin.
1: Ah, that's better. Well done. Mandarin. Good job,
2: Michael. Okay. They're what? twists.
1: Oh, Tidies. mine didn't even make one. No-
2: oh, mine didn't make one either. Mine didn't either.
3: Allie. Heads or tails, and I'm not telling you what it's for.
1: Um, Tails.
2: Heads or tails.
1: Heads. It's heads. Fudge.
2: Oh, too bad. I oh, said, I I don't said get the, head, so...
1: I don't get the thing. Whatever it was.
2: <laughs> but I said head, so I get it. Hello? Hello. Who are you?
0: Cheers! Cheers. This is pretty delicious. Cheers. Guys. Delicious. I
1: like mine, yeah. too.
0: Thank you, um, Jake and Allie.
1: You're welcome. Yes, thank nah, you, Yeah, these Jake drinks Allie. brought to you by Jake and Allie.
3: Aw, you guys are so sweet. We
1: love you. Mm. Um, oh, it's a
3: Bud Light product. It is? Anheuser-Busch. Oh,
1: nice. Oh, well, this doesn't mean it's Bud Light, specifically. It's... I had no idea
3: they made Jarritos. Budweiser product.
1: But that doesn't mean they made. Anyways,
2: who are you, Mitch?
1: I'm a warranty administrator for both Volkswagen and Mazda, and it's wonderful. To my left is a wonderful man Mm. who I love with all of my heart. That
2: was Mm. Ali Paul, by the way.
1: I I said it in the beginning.
2: Yeah, I didn't hear you.
3: Mm. Well,
1: that's your fault. Mm. At least you can go back and listen again. Mm. Jake Rikus.
3: Hi. Hi. I'm on my best behavior tonight. Hi. Hello. All right. All right. <laughs> Very nice. I am a service advisor and kind of an assistant service manager, operation director. And um, yeah, I get to be a like super babysitter next week because my service manager is going to be gone. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So next week's a good time to bring my car in. Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> and yeah, I, I do everything that everybody doesn't want to do. So that's a service advisor. I
1: feel like I do that.
0: <clears throat> Automotive industry. To my left is Mikhail. Hi, my name is Mike. Um, Mikhail. I, I, you should have said Mikhail. That Mikha- would have been funny. Hi, my name is Mikhail.
1: <laughs> no, you have to do it like in the Russian accent. Mikhail.
0: I'm not good. I'm not good. With to it. my left is Mikhail Sera. Hello, my name is Mikhail Sera. <laughs>
1: That's
0: pretty <laughs> <Hey>. good. Bravo, <Okay>. bravo. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my name is Mike. Uh, I do many Russian different things for the capital. automotive uh, industry as well. Um, and to my left is Eric Montenegro. <laughs> Beepity-bopper.
1: <laughs>
0: Is that racist? <laughs> no, not if you use your hands. <laughs> like
1: you sound like R2D2.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> May the fourth be with you. Yes. May the
1: fourth be with you. Also, happy, oh, yes, happy yeah, Cinco big big de,
0: big. de Drinko. Um,
2: yeah, that part.
1: So, yeah. you guys have already celebrated these holidays, but we're in the past. Oh, I guess
3: it's your turn? He wasn't done introducing himself. I'm just saying a fun
1: thing. Okay.
2: I'm Eric Montenegro I'm a heavy line technician Thank you Hi, been doing it for five years Okay, Allie, you can continue with your Cinco de Drinko. Yeah,
1: it's great
3: <laughs> I know Don't forget to tip your therapist
2: <laughs> Stop being such a Debbie That's
1: funny, we work in the automotive industry I can't afford therapy yeah, I <laughs>
2: know. I was about to say. You guys have therapists? <laughs> <laughs> Stop being such a Debbie Oh yeah, a Debbie a, Downer. A Debbie that was a Downer.
1: Nice
2: little, little, right on your
3: face.
1: Like right on. Oh my, let me drink.
3: <laughs> let me drink. That'll fix it. <clears throat> so we had a true. <laughs> if you've been with the show for a while, and you've been like since the beginning, you know of Dada the Dada. the real Dada Chuck. Jack. My feet th- make noise when I sit <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Go so, back
1: and listen to episode one. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. The very first, what started it all. When oh, we yeah. peaked.
1: So <laughs>
3: <laughs> episode one was our best. It's been this downhill, is a really long decline. Yeah. So Debbie came back with a new car, which I was unaware of.
2: Daba, now nah, how the brand new thick fifty and Ooh. a 650 CX50. CX50. Oh, cx 50 oh i was like that's CX. a bmw yeah. gotcha cx 50 yeah got it
3: and <gasps> this was on was this yesterday or it what was is, yesterday, yesterday, yesterday right? What yesterday yesterday upgrade from
1: yeah because i was like uh, oh, you have a story for the podcast cx5
3: oh a cx5 cx5 CX50. to a cx50 okay. the good the good news is the cx50 seats are very firm so there should be no issues rubbing. with her fat ass, e- exactly. Gotcha. Where her where her muffins huge, <laughs> uh-huh. the bolstering. So, I came in on Wednesday, and I noticed that Debbie's name was on the appointment list, and I'm like, oh fuck me, and I go into the appointment, <laughs> and I notice that my associate Kyle that I work with has put his name on the appointment. Because he did a quote <laughs> to get her a new remote. And I'm like, awesome. You know what? That's killer. Have at it. I'm I'm glad he's going to make some money. But more importantly, I don't have to deal with Debbie. Mm-hmm. Oh, how I was wrong. Mm. So Debbie's very particular. Like I said, if you want to get the original, go to the first episode. Strongly recommend you guys. But Debbie is particular. She's borderline nuts nah it's more than borderline dude. yeah <laughs> and she has this weird tendency of forgetting and if you don't spell out everything especially on the RO for her to go back and reference you get lots of phone calls you get what the fuck is that bullshit <laughs> and all <of> this crap <laughs> so i'm going throughout my day dealing with my customers It starts off fine for Kyle. Kyle says, this is what the remote will cost. We'll look into this. And of course there's other concerns, but Mm -hmm. they're, they're little, it's nothing crazy. It's more, she needs to know how the car works. than she's already figured it out. Now there's a problem. Like one was, she was, uh, and this is stuff that I didn't hear. I wasn't in the office or paying attention, but on the Mazdas up by where the bottom of the windshield meets the dash, there's these little tiny foam strips that yeah. like to work their way up. Mm-hmm. You push them back down, they're fine, or you just tear them. They do nothing. It's just damp, it's sound dampening for the side, but they don't do anything because the gaps are horrible. So they just slip out. So tuck them in or tear them, whatever. So quality Mazda repair. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Tuck
1: it or tear it. Tuck yeah. it or
3: tear it, bitch. So I am out in the bays with one of my technicians, and I'm helping him program this key. The new programming is a little convoluted. Sometimes a couple of the texts, but this text specifically, has some issues remembering how to always do it, or he likes somebody there with him. Be, when I mean difficulty, it's just the time that you have to do it, all of the information that you have to type in within a <clears> certain <throat> amount of time before it times out. It's easier with two people. I understand that. Does he like to go fishing?
1: Do you like to go minion? <laughs>
3: Oh, the tamarind's good.
1: I like that one.
3: So, I'm helping him with the key. <clears throat> that gets all done. Program it. Good. I go back into the office, and I come into a very heated conversation that is happening between Kyle and Debba on the phone.
2: What did she need a second key for in the first place if she bought the car new? She
3: has had the car for about three weeks and she has already lost one.
2: Uh, Ugh. Off to that's a good start. Off to,
3: off to a great start. That's why you what, buy two, the extended warranty. What, 250, 300 keys? 435
2: bucks. That's really why, programming and everything. That's mm-hmm. why you buy the extended warranty. How
0: mm-hmm. much
1: does it run for you guys?
0: Um, it, it depends on the key, but it's typically 250 and up, mm. including cutting and programming and all that kind of stuff. Oh, wow. So... There's a
3: very heated conversation going on between these two over the phone. So I, unfortunately, can't hear the awesome bullshit that's ensuing from Debbie. All that I'm getting from Kyle is him going, well, if you would let me finish, I'd be more than happy to explain it. Or I'm sorry that you can't, that you had a hard time comprehending what I was supposed to get across to you. And I'm like, this shit is awesome. I'm sitting there with my popcorn (coughs) like, oh my God, this kid's like either got balls and he doesn't know Debbie, so my am I, or he's stupid. <laughs> and because he doesn't know Debbie, it's the latter. So that conversation ends, and he's angry and confused and all this stuff. And that hangs up. Phone rings a couple of minutes later. Of course, I'm the lucky son of a bitch that answers. Because it,
1: like, rings in a pool. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So just anybody can grab it who's ever available. Mm. <clears throat> I was available. And it's Debbie and I go, Mazda service. This is Jake. How can I help you? She goes, it's Debbie. This is bullshit. I'm like, I'm like, okay, Debbie, what's going on? She's like, Kyle told me the key was going to be $900. And I'm all like, I'm like $900. And I'm like, how many keys are you getting? And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not sure if that's right. And she's like, I know what he said. It's bullshit, and I just want one key. And he's talking about, like, a metal key that's inside of the key. I don't fucking go inside of my key. Who goes inside of the key? (laughs) And I'm like, okay, Debbie, what he's talking about is your auxiliary key. And she's like, I want an auxiliary key. I'm like, well, if your remote stops working, you can use that metal key inside of the remote to get into your car. Pop the hood. You can jumpstart the car. She goes, oh, I didn't know that. Who's remote would die anyways? I'll always be able to get in my car. This is bullshit. (laughs) So, like, okay, no problem. So, I'm like, kind of explained to her briefly that it's not going to be that. I told her, unfortunately, I'm a little busy at the moment. Kyle's not at his desk. We'll make sure that everything is fine for you. Because in the past, once again, go back to the first episode, Debbie is imprinted on me like a sick duckling. And she, for whatever reason, I got the bullshit of Debbie, but apparently I, it worked out in the end. So she wants me. She wants you. Exactly. She wants me. All of this. And no.
2: So what do I got to do to so, get there? Do I have to turn be it be into a
3: Debbie? A so she hangs up. Maybe five minutes pass. And I get another phone call. And this is Mr. Debbie. Oh, there's a Mr. Debbie, who I have never dealt with. To be completely honest, I didn't know that Debbie had a husband. I thought Debbie was a single woman with many cats surprise with many cats.
1: yeah. Deberto,
3: Mr. Debbie calls. I answer Jake from Mazda service. How can I help you? He's like, Jake, who's the fucking asshole that's dealing with my wife and her key? (gasps) And I'm like, oh, okie dokie and I'm like, "Well, you're working with my associate and he same general thing. It's like, what's this I hear about $900 and this was only supposed to be, you know, around 400. We got a quote previously from you guys and we have that paperwork and I'm like, look, let me get you over to Kyle. He can clear it up." Talks with Mr. Debbie, same thing. "Sir, I don't know what your wife heard but she's wrong. That's not what was said." Same general things. Once again, kids got balls. Yeah. It, Whatever call he's just got balls and it's I called
2: unprofessional
3: it's it's a short fuse it, it Whatever it is it's
1: perfect for customer service what, whatever, it is, not. whatever it
3: is whatever it is it works for him Fine <clears> that I'm not I'm
1: it's his thing my
3: mouth shut I'm not the one to judge So that gets all worked out oh I'm judging <laughs> So I walk out again doing some things around the shop finishing up my tickets and next time I come into the office, Debbie has since shown up. Oh. And Debbie is chewing out Kyle big time. How dare you tell my husband I didn't, you know, that the $900 that you never told me that. Now my husband thinks I'm a liar. What type of bullshit do you think you're trying to pull? I got all this, that, and the other thing. And I'm standing in Kurt's office right where the sliding door is that leads into. <laughs> so I'm, I'm out of Debbie's view. And I'm just leaning up against the door frame.
1: With your ear to the door.
3: And listening. No, the do- <laughs> door's open because that door is broken. And I'm sitting there. listening. broke? Yeah, it hasn't worked for weeks. Um. So I'm sitting there listening to all this unfold, Kyle and her going back and forth, whatever. And this ends with Kyle going, you know what? I'm going to go get my service manager because I'd like him to weigh in on what you think is happening. I'm like.
1: Oh my god. I'm like, whoa.
3: I'm like, okay, so. That'll Kyle walks know. out, Debbie turns around, and it's kind of like this. <laughs> she, and she. she
1: okay, and let she, me describe it.
3: And she locks eyes with me. It's seriously, she's just looking Fuck. around, and it's like she senses me and just goes. And
2: I'm
0: like, If you don't move, I hear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you
3: don't move, they can't see you. All right. <laughs> and she goes, Hi. I'm like, Hi, Debbie. How are you? She's like, It's fantastic. Can't you tell? <laughs> <laughs> So I, I sit back at my desk and she goes, Jake, you know me. You've known me for a long time since I'm a CX-5. You know that this is the type of person that I am. I don't like confrontation. I'm not a mean person.
1: No, not at all. No.
3: And I'm like, okay. And she goes, once again, he, he told my husband I'm a liar. And now my husband thinks I'm a fucking idiot because I said it was $900, but it's really $400 and this stupid remote key. And I just wanted a remote. Nothing's been done. And I'm like, okay, Debbie, so I'll sit down and break everything down for you. I'm like, we have made you a new key. I don't want a key. I'm like, Debbie, remote. She's like, what's the difference? So I pull out my fucking key. And I'm like, Debbie, this is your remote, the exact same style as mine. He's
1: holding his remote.
3: Yeah. I'm like, this is your remote. This is what we duplicated, what you wanted. And then I took off the cover, opened it up. I'm like, this metal thing is the auxiliary one. That for whatever reason, your key fob, the one that you had, is missing. If you ever want us to, we can always cut you two new auxiliary keys. If you want. But for today, we reprogrammed a second key. She goes, okay, good. How much am I paying? And I'm like, it's $416 plus tax. Parts, labor, everything. You're good to go. And she's like, where's one of your business cards? I'm going to write that down so I can reference it. They're right in front of you, Debbie. So she writes down the number. She's like, how much was it again? $416. And she goes, what about my service? I'm like, well, we did the service for you, too. She's like, am I going to have to pay for that? Is that what's $900? I have prepaid maintenance. You should know this, Jake. I have prepaid maintenance for all the cars. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm I'm like, no, Debbie, that's fine. Just the key is what you're paying for. So at this point, Alex and Kyle walk back in. And I'm defusing Debbie at this point, so Alex doesn't chime in. There's no need to. It's fine. Kyle's calmed down. Debbie's situation under control. Debbie's calmed down. It's fine. Daddy Jake's on board. (laughs) Mm. And she then goes into the uh, cashiering office and pays for it. She comes back out. She goes. And I, I can't remember if Kyle was in the office at this point or if he had stepped out again just to take a breather. Whatever, totally fine. I'm fine with helping him. And she comes back in. And she goes, Jack, it's been great. Next time, I promise, I'm only gonna deal with you, no matter what. No, happens, no matter what happens. <laughs> exactly. No matter what happens, Jack, I just wanna deal with you. It's always a pleasure. I have such a good time. that makes one of us yeah exactly as as I'm just
2: you tame the dragon
3: and she goes where's my car I'm like the porter should be pulling it up for you here shortly she goes she starts walking towards the door almost gets the handle she does that turn around again and looks at Uh. me and she goes well you're gonna walk me to my car
1: To which Jake puts his yeah. arm out so she can link in. Yeah, the
3: crook of his arm. Yeah. Just grab my stack of papers and
1: I'm like okay, no, no I'm
3: free. I can do whatever you want. <laughs>
2: oh, I'm so sorry.
3: Yeah. Of course so, I am. Like, oh, I'm
1: getting a phone call.
3: I'm here for I'm here for you, Debbie, and my beck and call. So I walk her out to her car. Once again, she's like, Jack, are just the best. That's why I keep coming back here. I love my CX50, it's the best so
1: we're gonna hear about that at the next company barbecue
3: so debbie gets in her car and she leaves at this point i need a breather so i go to my other tech bay, all the way at the end because i needed to ask him about a car that he was working on for another one of my customers and alex walks out and then we start talking and alex kind of looks at me and goes well that was crazy i'm like yeah i know and then kyle kind of hollers at me. Oh lord. And he goes Jake and walks out and Baby's he goes and he go no thank god. <laughs> That's <laughs> oh, where I thought this was going. <laughs> That's where no I no no this no was th- this was great. It's like there was that bullshit it ended and she was gone. Just period store, period the end. So Kyle walks out, flags down me and Alex and he goes, "Hey guys, I need your opinion with something." And he goes, "What all Went wrong with that, or what did I do wrong? And I didn't feel like at that point he's already pissed off. I'm not going to go into the time. I'm not going to go into the nitty gritty. Right. And I told him, "Look, man, Smart. you you dealt with Debbie. You haven't met her yet. This is her. It's what she's. A, it's who she is." And Jeff, one of my technicians, who is a very, very like hardcore listener, he's Hi,
1: Jeff. he's Hi, Jeff. underneath Hi, Jeff. the Hi, Jeff. hood.
3: And I said, that's Debbie. You'll get to know her. And he sticks his head out and he goes, you mean (laughs) (laughs) Debbie? And and then Alex goes, wait a minute, that's Debbie? I'm like, yes, that's the (laughs) Debbie. And Kyle's looking at all of us like we're fucking insane. What the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, Kyle, that is Debbie. I'm like, she is like the one. I'm like, that we have talked about before, that my friends know about, as you can tell that everybody knows about. It doesn't really matter what you do. If she gets into that headspace... Or I also explain to him, if you ever do work with her again, everything has to be black and white and very, very apparent on the RO before she leaves, make sure she's got all of her questions answered. Documentation is there, big, bold letters, and you won't have an issue or you will still have an issue. But when it comes to that, you can go pull out your paper. Let's look because it's there. Nothing has changed. So he leaves and everything. We all have a good laugh, and that was Debbie V two. Wow, the Karening, wow. the Karening, Debbie the second Karening.
2: <laughs> 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 that was fucking awesome.
1: The, there was another story that we might have to like write down for another time, but um, the homie story.
3: Oh, I'll make that real quick.
2: Roll in with. The or do ball. we want to do? No, I'll,
3: no, I'll, I'll make it. It's, it was
1: just a good like the, example of something. This
3: one caught me really, really off guard. Reading the room. Not even reading the room. This was a phone call, which was... De- and yes, you should always read the room. You are correct on this. But this is why this one was confusing. With my customers, if I know them, not if it's a new customer or somebody that I haven't built or built a, a good rapport order. with, if I've known them for long enough, I, I will use proper slang like hey bud how are you what's up dude how are you homie it's good to see you that type of thing of course i pick and choose this to customers who have said dude to me or what's up bro like that like i said you read the room and i like doing that with my customers because it makes them feel it's
1: like, more relax, personable exactly
3: less Personal. of a cu- less yeah. of a customer Not a number. You're like a family. When you come here, I want you to feel comfortable. It's
1: like Olive Garden.
3: (laughs) Jesus
2: Christ.
1: (laughs) Yeah, when you're here, you're family.
3: And when you're there, it's good business sense. When you feel comfortable, you feel safe to spend money. You can trust the person. So we get that basis. I get a phone call from a customer that I've been dealing with for a long time. Same thing. Read the room. He knows me and Joe. He knows Alex. We've dealt with him many a times. And same thing, laughs, bro, how are you, dude? That whole nine yards. Always been a super nice guy. And he calls, and I pick up the phone, and he goes, What's up, bro? Hey, Jake, how are you doing, man? Good, da, 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 da. And he goes, Hey, I got an email notification saying that I have an appointment today. And I'm like, Oh, I didn't see you on the appointment. Let me go into your file and check. So I pull open his file. And it wasn't for that day. It was actually the following week. So it was thir- Thursday last week that he called, but his appointment was actually one week out, same on Thursday. Yeah. I'm like, hey, homie, your appointment's actually next Thursday at 10 o'clock. And like homie. a light switch, he goes, what the fuck did you call me? homie?" And I was super taken aback. Like, I mean, this was zero to 100. Yeah. This was a man severely ticked off at what I had called him. And I kind of stumble on myself, and I'm like, what, what, do you, what do you mean? He goes, don't you ever fucking call me homie. He's like, I'm not your fucking homie. And once again, super taken aback, and I, I over and over told him, it's like, Ugh. I am very, very sorry, man. I, I don't know what else to say. I don't know. Sir. Uh, r- really, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say, but sorry. And I promise I will not use this. I thought we were on better terms than that. And he goes, Do you think it would be okay if I called somebody homie at my job? And I'm like, I don't know where you work, man. And then he goes, Do you think that's good business sense? And same thing I said, Well, I'm like, I like to treat my customers like family. So I hope that they would be okay with that. But I'm sorry I overstepped my bounds. And he continued to tear me up over and over and over oh, and all this God, stuff. I mean, and once again, just kept repeating. Your ball's a tug, Yeah, bunker. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I can only once again say I'm sorry. And then he just hung up on me, but it, it threw me for a loop because we've known this guy for years yeah, and it's never been an issue. Granted, the word homie has never been brought up, but I don't know. And he's, I, this is not meant to be racist. He's not Hispanic. He's not a person of color. He's just a white guy. So once again, reading, reading the room, if I've got a African American customer, I don't call him brother. If it's a Hispanic guy, I don't call him homie. It's sensitive subjects possibly to people out of respect hmm. that's all generally i stick with dude dude is perfect everybody is a dude she's a dude i'm a dude you're a dude we're, we're all dudes there. exactly hey. <laughs> so good burger but yeah <laughs> so that surprised me and then i put a in pbs or the dms system that we use you can put in a critical note that when you open up a customer's file, a big old warning pop-up do comes not, up. Do call not this call this guy homie. homie. <laughs> <laughs> it literally says, "Do not call this guy homie. Only use proper English." So yeah, just weird, and it. it
1: and it, I said maybe he was having a bad day, like whatever the you case. Know, but you don't know people's so, mental. But I mean, I get it. Maybe he. I don't know. So
3: either way, and I told, I told my service manager, told Alex, hey, if you need a call like this, this is what happened. I don't know what I don't know what nerve I hit, but I did. Just so you know, no ill will or intention, no nothing, friendly conversation. He did not like it. He's like, oh well, and he's like, I know that guy. Blah, blah, blah. So once again, CYA got ahead of it before it became a problem. Good.
1: Cover yeah. your ass.
2: Mm-hmm. So mm, fun stuff. He cracked. <clears throat> Did he now? Like a spark plug? He went off. Well, so I had an interesting truck this week. I This truck came in on the hook. And service advisors don't get the full story. That
1: means it was towed in.
2: Service advisors just... Uh, They're horrible. Yeah.
3: Some service advisors are horrible. Worst people ever. So...
1: If <laughs> I'm, I re- I'm married to one.
2: I, yes, I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> sorry, Eric.
2: <laughs> It's fine. Um, if I remember correctly, the RO said something along the lines of customer states, a piece of the spark plug broke and fell in the cylinder something like that. Um, and Turn it on and rev oh, the shit out of it. Allegedly, they did. And um, he tells me it was cylinder one. He hand wrote at the bottom of the RO. I'm like, okay. So um, it's a big 550. Mm-hmm. So it was actually left. It's a big truck. It was left in the sales lot because the tow truck had nowhere to put it. So (laughs) it's on the front line with our used cars parked in a spot lined up with all the other used cars for sale. I'm like, Oh, this is interesting. You
1: get a free car wash.
2: (laughs) So I go out to the truck and I pull the number one spark plug and it's new. And I'm like, and it was installed with the ignition coil. I'm like, okay, that's cool. So before I decide to rev the fuck out of it, with a spark plug out of the the head. I called the advisor over. I said, I need to know exactly what he did and what cylinder it was. Well, he said it was cylinder one. No, he said it was five. On the left side. I'm like, okay, uh, well, five isn't on the those left are side. Yeah, five isn't on the left side and uh, neither is cylinder one. <laughs> so, okay, hold on. Let me call him. So, oh, thank you. He, yeah, thank you. So... He calls the customer. This is a 10 cylinder engine, by the
0: way. It's a V10? 6.8 liter modular motor. Wait, so does
1: that mean the valves are like straight? Like every other
0: V10 is just. Oh, yeah. It's all the
1: V10s that I've seen.
2: It's every every other V style engine
0: with just two extra cylinders. Typically between 60 and 90 degrees. 5 5.
2: Anyways, moving on. So. Uh, yeah, what was that? Was good weird.
0: acoustics. <laughs> that's the drum set.
2: Oh, I oh, lost my train of thought now. <laughs> oh, so he calls the customer. <laughs> so he calls the customer, and the customer said, "Oh, it was it was cylinder five on?" He he said the left bank, uh, on the passenger side. No, I'm like no 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 no. I wasn't going to argue with him. I'm like, the left bank is the driver's side. But sweetie, okay.
0: sweetie, no. Yeah. no.
2: <laughs> People don't understand. Technicians think that the left side of the engine is on the driver's side because they're standing at the front of the vehicle. On the right. passenger side because they're standing at the front of the vehicle. Right. You, they don't understand. It's from the driver's seat looking forward. Mm-hmm. The left side of the vehicle isn't the passenger side of the car. Mm-hmm. It's the driver's side of the car. So the left side of the engine is the driver's side. Mm-hmm. Or if it's transverse engine, it's the bank that's closest to you. Anyways, moving on. Depending on the direction of the transverse. Anyways, moving on. So, <laughs> cylinder five, it was on the passenger side, the very farthest back one. All right, cool, now I know where it's at. I take out the spark plug and the threads are chewed to shit. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And it's a new plug. And he's like, oh, but you gotta see the old one. And he goes in the passenger seat and he pulls out the old spark plug to show me First off, the top of the porcelain is cracked in half. Nice on the top half, and the threads look like they went through a paper shredder.
0: <laughs> oh wow!
2: Super jagged. I, I mean, it. I not that description is exactly what it looked like. I don't understand how or why the threads looked like that. It didn't look like they were cross-threaded and stripped. They looked like they went through a fucking paper shredder. That's the only way I can describe it. I don't understand. Anyways, moving on, but I digress. So I started up, I run it for a little bit to blow out whatever, you know, um, porcelain that was inside the cylinder. And I reinstalled the spark plug. And, okay, no, actually number five wasn't cracked. It just had the fucked up threads. I started up and the truck's running like shit. I'm like, okay, well, I need to figure out what else the fuck they did. So I drive it into the shop, I pull it in. And I scan it for codes. I've got a misfire on cylinders number four, eight, and ten. Okay, cool. So I pull number four spark plug. And guess what's wrong with that one? (laughs) Mind you, he replaced all ten spark plugs.
1: Thank you, Kevin.
2: (laughs) Since we couldn't get that sound earlier. He replaced all ten spark plugs. One with NGKs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Are them those there iridiums? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Um, two. I pulled out number four. And remember how I told you the original one that came out of number five had that crack on the top of the porcelain? Yeah. So did number four. Mm, on the new plug that There's was installed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very good, Jacob. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Maybe he dropped it or something. I pull out number eight. Guess what? Oh, it's cracked. <laughs> huh. I pull out number 10. Guess what?
1: Does it also have the thread thing too?
2: No, the threads okay. was just number five. So I'm like, this motherfucker's is using the wrong tool or he dropped all of the spark. I don't fucking know. But Bugga, everyone, the back. I, I don't know because all there was a total of four of them that were cracked on the top half. In the same exact spot, in the same exact fashion. So, I went to the advisor. I said we need to sell him plugs. I said, uh, and I have to retap the threads in the head that he fucked up in number five. So he calls the customer. Customer says, "Oh well, the threads came out like that." Mm-hmm. So I'm like so? Of course. I don't think that's how that happens, but okay.
0: Doesn't matter anyway.
2: <laughs> they're they're fucked. We gotta fix them. So, um. And he said that his 30 year mechanic is the best in the yard and he trusts everything he says, mm-hmm. and that he says these engines are prone to cracking the spark plugs and mm-hmm. that there's something wrong with the engine. I said, huh, okay. Well, that's fine and dandy. I need to replace the plugs first and retest and re tap the threads on the heads. Um, so I charged him five hours. To replace all 10 plugs and clear codes and road test and ship it.
0: And what happened?
2: It was fine. Really? So strange, because I used the proper, Inconceivable. the proper tool to remove and install the spark plugs. Go figure. Yeah. Hmm. And they didn't crack. Whoa. Wow. It's so strange. what do you think? Wow. Well, I wow. gave I gave him back the spark plug left them on the front seat. So <laughs> nice can, good.
1: These are for you. And I
2: wrote a fucking bitchin' story in there too, <laughs> let me tell you. I should have taken a picture of it.
1: I'm you kinda disappointed
2: that I didn't, but it was a good story. You know, remind me to print it.
3: Okay. I'll bring we it shall. Next week. Now on the We'll
1: frame it you and can, put it on yeah. the refrigerator. You can go
3: to break and you can play the music. Quick question on those V tens, is it one through five, six through ten? That's correct. Good. Yes. Ford
2: engines are um in numerical order, unlike Chevy, that bounces back and forth from bank to bank. Okay. And um, who did our old Power Stroke engines? Navistar.
3: Yeah. Gotcha. Same thing. I was going to say, like the Mazes, it's one 3
2: or one, two, three, four. You know who else is straight to the fucking point? Our sponsor. Sponsors. sponsors. Thanks to Nick Lowry from Matco Tools, Brian's from us Tools and Milwaukee Products.
1: And thank you for um, Travis Ferris from Hit Distributing,
2: spying us with Justice Brothers products. Yes.
3: Yep. And Ramune from El Ranchito Tucco Shop. And
0: for your creamy guac. Creamy guac.
1: Don't say it like that. Creamy que- uh, guac. Uh, ew, ew. We'll be back.
0: This episode of Customer States is brought to you by Calm Moment. Born out of the search for a more mindful way to unwind, Calm Moment is an all-natural, slightly spritzy, CBD-infused sparkling beverage designed to give you a deliciously different way to relax. The CBD takes the edge off anxious feelings so you can find a calm moment in your day wherever you might be. We may not be able to change the world, but we will try to change your world one calm moment at a time. Something smells delicious in here.
2: Yeah, it does. I'm hungry. Jake, are you eating El Ranchito Taco Shop?
0: (coughs) Mm -hmm. That looks amazing. What did you order? (coughs) Tacos. Um, what? Guac.
2: Jake, are you choking? Get out of my way, Michael. He needs a Heimlich.
1: (coughs) Oh my god, I cannot believe this is happening again. Jake, you know you're allergic to avocado. One generic allergy medication later. Are you okay?
3: (sighs) Yeah, almost dying is so worth it to have some El Ranchito Creamy Guac. Thanks, Eric, for trying to save me, even though I wasn't joking.
0: I know. I just wanted to get you from behind. (laughs) Well, I guess this is a good time to tell everybody that if you're ever in the Inland Empire and are craving some great Mexican food, visit El Ranchito Taco Shop in Lake Elsinore. (laughs) Seriously,
3: I follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Ranchito
2: Elsinore. El Ranchito Taco Shop.
1: More than just great Mexican food. (coughs) It will
0: <laughs> we, we cannot start every we're gonna second we're going to ugga dugga that, that. Not,
2: not, no we're not here comes Kennedy walking down the staircase <laughs> <laughs> oh I like the
1: dance
2: with the jar of cummy limmies <laughs>
1: Yeah, I will quit. I know I've said it before. I am dead fucking serious. I've got the keys to the car. i no, Debbie. Don't. I have both keys.
2: <laughs> I thought Jacob had both keys.
3: Hello and welcome back to Customer States Podcast. It is best podcast.
2: I love when you do your Russian accent. <laughs> it's good. I mildly turned on, I'm not going to lie. I'm half-masked. I kind of agree. <laughs> Me <masked>. too. <laughs> <laughs> Ali's inverted penis is half-masked. I'm
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> real bad.
2: Oh.
3: Half-masked. Half huh. Half-maestro. Half-maestro. you you for about it like that Thank before. you for listening to our sponsors who bring us You're very welcome. good money. <laughs> 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 the money is what keep light going on. To pay for to vodka.
1: Does anybody have a bottle?
3: Does everybody? Who is the vodka?
1: <clears throat> Click it, clink it.
0: Eric, you ready? I
1: was gonna do Nostrovia.
0: Nostrovia, Nostrovia. Oh!
3: Very good it. sound. idea oh, yes, so you Americans say, very good freedom
2: noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the CBDBs! Yeah! I didn't know that. Can I taste Thank it? Thank
1: you
0: to calm moment.
1: Well, you can try it first. No,
2: I will give you my first taste because you're my best friend.
1: You're my best friend.
0: And the verdict is?
1: Delicious. Oh, God. Thank wow. Black you to calm moment. flavor. Thank you, calm moment.
2: Never mind the sour look on her face.
1: Mm. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Actually, it's got a good flavor.
3: You um, know what else has good flavor? Apparently she not listened to me.
1: Oh, our sponsors?
3: <laughs> no. Oh. Well
0: yes, also them. Very much along. So anyways, back to story. Lack of power. <laughs> oh, yeah, so... Um, no, recall. No, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll say that one.
2: I w- that's not yours, that's theirs.
3: No, it that's is isn't. It is actually that's Michael's. okay,
1: we can do lack of What?
3: Mikhail. He tells story, bring ID4. Mm-hmm. He called Ali, call, bring ID4.
1: That's the whole story.
0: There you go. <laughs> story is told. Very good friends. <laughs> it gets better. Trust me. Yeah.
1: Now I want to hear it. He's like, okay. Let's get okay, it. Okay. It's okay, so, okay, it's a okay so, fine.
0: It's fine. We'll, we'll do the ID4 story. That is what she said. So, in my new role uh, at the dealership, um, I'm doing used cars, right? Sharp foreskin. So, pen clicker. Yeah. So, we got a pen ID4, 15. a Volkswagen ID4 in. Pepis. And it had a series of recalls. And so, Yes, it did. You know, I looked him up online and it that tells me very limited information and so I have to call an expert. So I, I So you called the
2: best expert in the business, didn't you? Sam?
0: I did. I did. I called I, Sam deals with ID4s. <laughs>
2: oh
3: You know what? I'm gonna
1: let have Sam that let Sam have that. I'm gonna let
2: have Sam that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sometimes I feel like I mm. do have dyslexia. <laughs> like that mom.
2: Oh, that poor mother. I
1: know. Mm.
0: <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> i she will.
0: <laughs> will. So, I uh, call up Allie, and she tells me that yeah, these recalls are are a thing, but it's going to be like two to three weeks until she can get the vehicle in, just because of their workload and they only have like one technician and half a scan tool or whatever so, the excuse she gave God me. God forbid
2: you call in a favor and ask for it to get done sooner.
0: No, shut up. Don't no. respond to that.
2: It wasn't. There was, it was a rhetorical statement, Michael. No fucking response required.
0: Is he rock? He's so- Whoa, 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 whoa. I am rock hard. Feel it,
2: Allie. Allie, feel it again. Whoa. She's feeling it.
3: This isn't my Batman mug. It is rock hard.
0: so <laughs>
1: this isn't my batman mud.
0: so that's all good and well but the problem is is that i know the used car department and the second the thing gets on the lot they don't understand why the vehicle can't be safety inspection repaired and ready right. for frontline right that second so if i tell them that it's going to be two to three weeks until they can sell this car they're going to freak out so mm-hmm. i i asked Ali if like is this just like it's stop uh, demonstration, stop delivery hold, stop safety. sale hold. Is it a safety, it's a recall? safety recall? And uh, she didn't have the answers in front of her, so she directed me to somebody that could help me out. Not not much help, but.
1: <laughs> Wait, <laughs> not what was much the help? first letter of the name of the person that you talked to?
0: I don't know. He didn't tell me. Oh. It'd be J, F, or G. Wait. I think it did- was a J. Okay. Um, he was, he was a, a, sales manager or something like that there. If I, if I remember correctly, obviously not by the look on her face. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so he tells me, I digress. He, he, he guarantees me that it's not a, a delivery demonstration. Stop, say, uh, you know, stop sales, hold anything like that. And I'm like, not
2: a safety recall. Yeah.
0: Not a safety recall, but it in layman's terms for the listeners. I'm like, okay, so it's not a safety recall. Fine. We'll move on with life. So just trying to, like, get out from underneath the pressure that's impending upon me for this vehicle, I called another dealership. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, if you want to drop it off, like, tonight or tomorrow, I'll sneak it in for you. Like, don't worry about it. Huh. Oh. Like I said, okay. Wow, that's weird. Nothing, nothing personal. I know you guys are busy. I, I get it, and it's a shitty recall that's going to take you forever and not pay you enough. I, I get it. Well, so
1: we we so we have two technicians who can do it. Mind <laughs> you, we only have four technicians right now. One is four a. Four technicians. Yeah, we lost. One of our guys, he went
2: So went from five to four.
1: He Jesus went from Christ. our Volkswagen. He came from Audi.
2: Wait a minute, wait a minute. You wait,
3: so you've got Skeeter. Yeah. Eddie.
1: Yeah. Oh, I didn't count him.
3: Skeeter. Skeeter, Eddie, Ricky, Will, Christos. And your mom. And the Luby. And
1: Gregory. Greg.
3: So that's six texts, five texts plus a lady. She but didn't count that one.
1: I don't. So those two of those people don't really count for me because they are not qualified to do the repairs that I what deal is with. What's wrong with her? She wants, she wants to get in. into Kevin and Isa's room, oh. but the door is closed. Come on. And she's yelling to. She's saying,
2: in. "Sorry, everybody." So back to your recall and oh, the
1: other yeah, dealer got and you the, in so we have two techs that can do it but we only have one bay that is capable mm. of supporting the charge
0: yeah I, I, I mean I get it trust me I, I understand we have who's, things that we have to who's the other tech that can do it besides Christos
1: Skeeter. Oh,
0: so <clears throat> so we agree to take it down to this other dealership and it's there the next morning he tells me that he works 9 to 5 we're there at 8.55 drop the car off by Uber the porter back blah blah all, all good and done I didn't call him back because he told me that he was going to try and squeeze me in within the next few days. I was expecting to have two to three weeks of downtime if I brought it to you, but you know, it was okay. And by that time, it was like already going to be Monday by the time that the, the car could have potentially been done. Yeah. So I didn't even think to call back, and he called me back on Friday. He says, "Hey, Mike, guess what?" I'm like, oh, I, I I don't know if I like how this conversation is <laughs> going. He says, "Yeah, uh, so uh, two of the recalls went through okay." But we're having an issue programming for one of the other recalls, and it actually ended up wiping out a module. And, Wonderful! And what? so, I, yeah, so I have a <laughs> silent facepalm moment, and then he tells me, "I don't know what your guys' terms for these modules are, but if I remember correctly, he says it's something about like an audio control module or some front-facing yeah. module." And even though it's all covered under warranty and everything's fine and good, that that part is on back order.
1: Mm-hmm. A cool. lot of the ID four parts are on like.
0: Intergalactic, back yeah. Which didn't surprise me. <clears throat> yeah, but now I'm stuck in this situation where
2: <laughs> we have a used car we can't sell. And
0: it's not even no. on the dealership. It's over at some other dealership, have taken a far, dealership, far, far away. Why? So you guys could have been the problem, and and and, and <laughs>
1: I've and, never, I've never heard of. At bad. least you
2: wouldn't have had to tow it there. You could have just had the boys push it.
0: <laughs> we did drive it over there, and then the customer tells me the car's I not admit, drivable. It yeah. Back oh, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it was, I mean, I understand we we have these issues with some of our programming modules, uh, you know, programming things and, and, and modules will die or not accept the program. And it takes, you know, three days to program or it wipes out this module and you got to get another one. I get it. I Wiping get it. out
2: APIMS all the time. Yep.
0: Yep. So, I mean, that was just one of these like. Like kind of like the worst case scenario, this car was like virtually brand new, low mileage, didn't need any any work performed, just had some recalls that we had to get done Mm -hmm. before it was sold, and and one of
1: them (laughs) takes like a minimum of five hours. Yeah,
0: and lo and behold, uh, we were we were screwed. Squid, I'm sorry, squid. Um, does somebody else want to take another? It was
1: funny when you called me and you're like, I have an ID four with a recall, and I was like, yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 you
0: do. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> they, <all do. laughs> they come stock like that. Yeah. Uh Somebody else taking on the topic. I'm gonna try and uh, uh, wrangle up Coa. Do you want me to do the lack of power? Uh, yeah, if you want, if you want to lead that, I mean, I because
3: I, I had something that happened during that that really ticked me off.
1: Oh, oh, is it related? When was that? Whose topic was that?
3: Technically, everybody's because it happened to all of us except for Eric. That's right.
1: Oh. Hello. I was thinking of like a vehicle.
2: I know you, what you Bla-lo. 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 <laughs> oh,
1: bless his heart.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. So we had a very large outage. Power
1: uh, outage.
3: At the auto mall
0: last week or two weeks, whatever. Do you know what happened? You explained to me, me. that an so, uh, underground transformer Do, exploded. Yeah, so so an underground transformer, basically right in front of my dealership, when exploded Kaboom. and shot the manhole cover enclosure <laughs> oh. which out of is, the ground, which, the is, sleeve? Is, which is steel and concrete, out of the ground about three feet in the air. Nice. Oh my!
1: Go- I didn't cool. even. First of, <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> of all, I didn't even know that there were underground transformers. Did not know that was a thing. Cool. The power goes out. I'm in the middle of posting a long accounting, lots of data entry. You forgot to
2: hit save,
3: didn't you? There's no save. (laughs) Guess what I learned
1: about our shitty system. It has a backup, like... Backup. Reserves
2: a backup to the backup. That
1: are always on. Even if the power goes out, there's like a battery that constantly charges. So the, mm. the data is not lost. So everything was still there. But anyways, the power went out. And who do I immediately call? I immediately call Mikey. Come, Busters. And I'm like, hey, do you have power? And we're talking. And he's, he's starting to get more and more. Anxious as we're talking because he's like, you know what? I really got to go and take care of this. I was like, okay, you go do it. Sounds about Yeah, there's um, smoke coming out of the ground in front of the dealership. So I'm like, hey, everyone, um, the power's not going to come on anytime soon.
2: So y'all should just go home for the day.
1: Yeah, a lot of us did go home, especially the office people because there's literally nothing we can do.
2: That's unfortunate. Well, it sucks to be you guys. I didn't have any issues like that. And
3: what happened to me? What Which, happened? it was right at the end of the day. We were at like... Timmy. It was like 415, 420, 430, somewhere <laughs> 420. around. 20 420. <laughs> I you was it. calling an extended service contract.
2: You were on hold and for I two hours. And I was right on here. hold for an hour
3: and 37 minutes. Waiting. Because I've been trying for the past three fucking days to get a hold of this horrible who knows backwater never heard of what the fuck extended warranty not sponsored and then the fucking power goes out i slammed that phone down on the receiver walked outside i'm pretty sure i said fuck this place and grabbed my vape and walked
0: out (laughs) i was in the middle of closing a repair order while answering the phone and trying to to set an appointment for a customer and all of a sudden like i didn't even realize like the lights went out which isn't abnormal for us because um one of our service advisors chairs is right next to the light switch (laughs) in there so anytime that he pivots his chair slightly uh it'll turn the lights off but then like like the first thing i noticed was like the phone went really quiet i was already on the phone but it went really quiet and then like the computer shut down and the phone shut off and i was like Oh my God. Am I having a stroke? Dude, you've got to be kidding me. And like, you know, this was like a uh, week one of me having this new position in the service office. <laughs> it's like, this is not what I wanted Wait, to have happen right now.
1: You're not just doing internal repairs anymore?
0: I'm doing internal repairs, the shop foreman stuff and all that entails with that. And I'm now trying to start to answer phones because again, the number one complaint that we get from people is... I've been calling for three weeks, which obviously they've not been calling for three weeks, but you know, you call once, 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 uh, you know, you call once a week for three weeks. It's not calling for three weeks. Anyway,
2: if I can answer for a three week time, span, if
0: if I can answer the phone and at least take down a name or number, I can't tell you how many people will just say, thank God a human person picked up the phone. It's impossible to get through to you guys. So I, I just try to do what I can to Make things flow.
1: I can personally attest to that it is difficult to get a hold of your guys' accounting department.
0: Have you ever? So uh, this is the okay. one thing that I wish I could tell customers, but in again, in having this new position, I've had to call quite a few dealerships to get through to you know have recalls done or ask questions about this, mm-hmm. that, or the other, which is not something that I've had to do in my personal life or my even my professional life before because I I am the dealership and I don't work on all those stuff. It is impossible to call. Any dealership. Yes, it is. It is so hard to get a hold of somebody. Everyone's busy. And I don't understand how people don't understand that. Everyone is busy all the time. Leave a message. They will get to you when they have a second. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times. I can't tell you how many times. I you know. Well, I'm sorry. This person is on the phone. You know, this is service advisor is on the phone with one customer and has two customers in line behind them. I will put this note on their desk and they will call you. Well, I need to talk to them right now. I I, I get that, but so does the person that they're currently on the phone with and the two people in line behind them. Yeah. We're very <laughs> busy. It it just it just takes a little bit of time. Please please be patient. Yeah. Not my dealership. Honestly, not ours
3: either. We, at least on the Mazda side, we answer every single phone call. As you
0: should. Yes. Yeah, it shouldn't be that hard. Right. So,
1: but we have a person, which a lot of dealerships don't have a person. We don't have a person? Kurt doesn't answer the fucking phones. The receptionist answers the phone.
0: Yeah, but whatever. So. We, have, we have two people, one full-time person and one part-time person in the mornings to answer phones and set appointments and stuff like that. And I will see them both pick up phones the other phone line, you know the other lines will ring. I'll pick up that one, and then another phone line will ring the The advisors all have people all around their desks they're already on the phone <coughs> or engaged with their customers, things like that it the The amount of volume at our shop just seems insane for for what we're actually doing mm-hmm. so
3: speaking of the power going out and me trying to do a extended service claim or yeah, a extended I'm so warranty sorry claim about that. I have again. Have to deal with Mercury for another CX-9 for another engine. Oh, that's weird. But this time, it's not easy. It's an older CX-9. It's a 2013 CX-9. So it's a Fjord product. And we had this nice gentleman. Water pump. No, not the (laughs) water pump. It is blown head gasket. Or the side of the block is cracked. We're not 100% sure because we haven't dropped the engine. What we know is when the engine is up to temperature, the coolant spews out of the side
1: of the block. That's fun.
2: I've never seen that before.
3: I
0: I got a V6 Mustang that did that once. That was really cool.
2: Remember that GT350 I had that was leaking coolant in the valley?
0: Is that that blue one?
1: Like the San Fernando. The the,
0: the the light blue one? like that
2: I don't remember the specific color, but there was a GT. I interrupted you. Finish your story, Jacob. I'm oh. so sorry. Oh, it's okay. So we figured this out, and it's spewing coolant
3: everywhere. Crab- well, like I said, crack, block, blown head gasket. It needs an engine. It's pretty yeah. obvious. So we call Mercury. I call Mercury. What do I say? We. Nobody does anything. <laughs>
1: That's why we have you.
3: Uh, so I get a hold of Mercury and I go, hey guys, um, I just did an engine claim with you not too long ago. And I've got another one. And it's spewing coolant cu- cu- out of the side of the block. And they go, okay, great, no problem. Customers got coverage for this. We're we'll tell them the cost. It's 10 grand, 11 grand, whatever the fuck it is for everything. And they go, awesome, we're going to send an adjuster out. Always happens that way if it's over a certain amount, yeah. no big deal. Send them out. Car for the cause. So adjuster comes out. We show him everything. We go. It needs an engine here. This is what it's doing. Warm up outside. I'm sorry. Okay.
2: Was that the expensive piece?
3: Says no problem. I'll do my claim and I'll send it into him. So two days later, actual Mercury calls me, and the guy goes. He goes. Well. <sighs> we don't know if it's actually going to need an engine and i'm like what the fuck do you mean you don't know if it's going to need an engine And he goes well even though the coolant it could be this and you know if it's just coming from the head we just want you to do a head and if you want a whole engine we need like to find out what the causal part is if it was the thermostat or something wrong with the radiator or if we can just replace the gasket or if the block is warped and i'm like Dude, this is all moot at this fucking point. I'm like, it needs a fucking engine. And we go back and forth and back and forth. And he wants us to do a boil test on the fucking thermostat. And he wants us to check this. And he wants us to check that. And blah, blah, blah.
1: Is he paying and, for all that diag?
3: And I <coughs> and I explained to him, I'm like, look, it's all like, that's all fine and dandy that you want us to do this. But this customer bought this car recently, shortly after got an extended warranty, which is great because he got it from a private party. The private party was having issues with it. They couldn't figure out why the car was overheating at idle. So they replaced the radiator, the thermostat, and a few other components. And lo and behold, this did not fix the issue. So I told, the extent, I told Mercury, we, we, if we test this, it'll be fine because all of these parts have been replaced. But the customer has proof that it wasn't him that owned the car at the time that this was all replaced. So they go, well, you got to, then you got to drop the engine and do a full teardown. And I'm like, okay, who's paying for this? Right. And they go, well, that would be the customer until we verify that it's covered. <laughs> like the fuck? No, you have what? that conversation. Like, with the customer. And that's yeah. what I told him. I'm like, you have the conversation with the fucking customer then. That they paid you thousands of dollars to get this. We have the proof and what it needs, and you need this authorized. So you get So, nothing. long story short, he goes, "No, you have you have to let the customer know, and if they want to contact us after, they can't." So I call the customer and I go, "Hey, your extended service contracts want you to pay for the full teardown," and he goes, "The fuck?" I'm like, "Please don't shoot the
0: messenger. I'm telling you this so that you can get real shitty." Call them, and hopefully they pull their head out of the ass. So I, that's like one of my favorite things to tell the customers, and this is 100% true, it's not blowing smoke, is that... The customer, as the consumer of the final product of the manufacturer, has more power than oh, yeah. the, the franchising dealership does. So when you call that one eight hundred eat shit number, <laughs> give them hell. I, you know, you be be nice and cordial to the person, but tell them exactly how you're feeling. Tell them that the dealership is doing everything they, that they can, but their hands are bound by the warranty and policy procedure. Blah blah, and try and get some assistance. They'll offer you, or or you know, they'll, they'll give you um, something. Uh, what, do, what do they call that? Um, when you're leasing the vehicle they'll, they'll pay for like monthly payments uh, or like uh-huh. increase your loaners things like that i mean or you offer you warranty assistance if your vehicle is just slightly out of warranty for certain things so i mean you know again it's great for the customer to be able to call that mm-hmm. 1-800 number and put the pressure on them yep. you only have so much that you can do so i had a good experience with mercury the first time this time around not so much
1: so. i sorry. I
2: had a great experience with Mercury. I know you did. <laughs> yes, right. Eric's one of the lucky ones. Yeah, I'll make it quick. I had to take my um, glorified Toyota into the dealership to have some <laughs> let, let, wow. the record, let the wow. record
0: state that this is the first time that Eric referred to Alexis as a glorified t- Toyota
2: Let the record state that I just didn't want to hear your bullshit comments so I, I, thought it was, I thought it was
3: just because you were tired and you just weren't <laughs>
2: no, Yeah, tired of the bullshit so I decided to beat you guys to the punch <laughs> I had to take my car into the dealership for a couple concerns um, One was a loud snap from the parking brake when it disengaged and the other was a buzzing in the dash and uh, sound quality from the stereo. Long story short, the buzzing in the dash was the fan for the radio that was failing and it was overheating, which is why it had shitty sound quality. So it needed a new head unit. Mind you, my car's a 2013 with only 40,000 miles. Aftermarket have to market that bitch. No. Um, <laughs> no. So... The snapping from the parking brake, they, so they replaced the head unit and fixed that problem. I was absolutely ecstatic because I bought the car with that issue. And I know what that premium sound system is supposed to sound like and it's never sounded right. It's supposed so, to sound premium. Now it sounds premium and I'm over the moon, let me tell you. The moon. And I got it back and the very next day I hear the snap from the parking brake again. That's uh, great. All they did was calibrate and adjust the parking brake mechanism. So I took it back to him, I said, it's still doing the snap. He's like, okay, well, we're gonna look into it. So they look into it and then they wanted, they were recommending to replace the parking brake actuator assembly. So the parking brake on this vehicle, they do not have electronic parking brake calipers. It has an electronic parking brake, but what it has is it has a module mounted to the rear subframe with two cables going into it from the calipers, and the actuator pulls the cables and sets the parking brake. Um, So long story short, they replaced the actuator assembly, and it fixed the problem. Yay. Uh, Mercury wasn't going to cover the hardware for the stereo, which was gonna be $700 out of pocket.
0: Hardware? Yes. Oh, oh, oh! I'm, I'm sorry. I'm thinking like one time use parts is like bolts and nuts. You no. Talk about the actual piece of the stereo. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Correct.
2: And so, my dealership came in clutch, and I paid two hundred and fifty dollars out of pocket, and Mercury paid six thousand four hundred dollars for my repairs.
0: We well, you got your money's worth out of that
2: one. It paid for itself almost three times. Wow.
1: Very Congratulations. Nice.
2: Thank you. Very, nice. Very happy about it. I now
1: have a problem free, Lexus. Woot Yay! woot. Woot woot.
2: Yeet. Speaking of problem free,
3: <laughs> transportation claim. How's that going, Allie?
1: Oh my gosh. So we don't <laughs> do
2: In the words of DJ Khaled, another one. Oh <laughs> Another one.
1: Oh, we need to get that as that, a soundbite. That would be a
2: good sound bite. We'll we that. might have to pay royalties.
1: No, as long as it's like? under 15 seconds.
2: No, no
3: we, we can't. It, it's trademarked. Mike, where are you? TM, TM, TM.
1: Yeah, so we had a vehicle. It was an MX5 that came in damaged. That's a Miata. It's a Miata. Miata ta With the. So, okay, so it came in damaged. It had about a dime size dent.
2: You only have 48 hours.
1: In the, no, because it was delivered properly. Mm. If it's delivered before, or after <laughs> hours, then you have 48 hours. <laughs> um, Dime right. size, are you okay?
2: Stop it. Nope. What is wrong with you? What
1: happened? Mike, you're going to have to cut this out later. Thank
2: no, you. he's not. It's fine. It's just oh. Jacob dying. Don't <gasps> die. I Did you trying.
1: eat creamy guac?
2: What? You ate, you remember the ad that, that we earlier? some of earlier?
3: Creamy Guac?
1: Um, so this, make you go, Ooh. so on the, <laughs> on the driver's side door towards the rear, there's about a dime-sized dent on the more bottom part of the door. Okay? So you would think, oh, you can pop the dent out. It's just a little dime-sized dent. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh no no needs a whole new door because of where the dent is on the door.
0: Oh, it's in a crease or something. Mm,
1: mm, Yeah. Two pieces
0: of metal
2: sandwiched together.
1: Yeah. So it's like right on the
2: curve of the yeah the seam. There is a
1: particular color
2: in Mazda. Red, red fucking four stage,
1: five stage, five
2: stage paint job. Uh huh. Get at me, Chadwick.
1: Yeah. Ooh, so I
2: love those color. Yeah. RIP.
1: It's, it's a really no. pretty color. Um, it is
3: gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The new so, red's really nice, too.
1: Not including parts. It's going to cost $3,000. <laughs> <laughs> not
2: including parts? <laughs> not including parts. How much is paint?
1: A lot.
0: Yeah, it's five stage. That's just the pain, cause they're all, Can we gotta recommend paint. Because I want to make a good the whole body shot for you.
1: So.
2: You meant a bad body shop. And I have
0: multiple ones. And RBC.
1: Oh, yeah. So every single time we do a transportation damage claim, the policy has changed. So it's like starting all from new. I had to read a 25-page manual about exactly what they want this time, had to go back and forth, and it's still going to take 7 to 14 business days to get back to me. Wonderful. So... It's been a fun journey, and I'm not going to work tomorrow, so I told Alex, I was like, I need to get all this stuff done right now. He's like, and eh, just leave it till Monday. Sales isn't bothering you about it, so it's nice. fine.
2: Oh, nice. You got off the hook. Yep. Off the <clears throat> hook. You,
3: off well, the hook. it's just
1: whatever fresh hell is there for me on Monday, so. Hmm. That's, a, you know, it's so much fun. Sounds I've like already it. had to call the transportation company because they gave us a handwritten... Whoa. They gave us a handwritten delivery receipt and they do all digital receipts. So what they had in the computer was was blank with a forged signature of the person who (laughs) checked in the car. That's
0: not illegal. I sent them the
1: paper copy. I,
0: I just learned that I now have to make sure because the transport companies have gotten lazy and don't actually give us the bill of lading, which I believe is what that's called. And, um, we now have to make sure that we get either a signed copy from the driver who will show up at midnight or 3am in the morning Uh-huh. or
1: STI. Yeah.
0: STI. Thank you. There you go. What does that stand for? Exactly.
1: Sexual transmitted infection. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> man. Man. I actually
1: don't know what it stands for, but every time I look at it, that's what I think of yes. kind of like UTI, the Cranberry Institute.
0: Yeah. Uh, Substandard transport inspection.
1: <laughs> Could be.
0: Standardized transport. I don't know. <laughs> the fitness gram pacer test. <laughs> suck this ink pen. Um I do want to uh, suck this ink. Um I do want to Talk about our shooting trip real quick, if you guys don't mind, yep. just before we go out. I think, Hi, Norm. I think that was pretty cool. Hi, Norm. We we had a chance to Norman. take the um, famous or infamous uh, Norman Glazier out uh, for a grand old American shooting trip that Eric missed.
1: Eric is not interested Eric in such things. Eric didn't miss anything.
0: Oh. So stop saying that. Mike, Mike missed Eric. Mm, that's nice. That's, I I'm missed Eric. Now.
3: You know what? That's fine to say. You can miss Eric, but Eric
0: did Eric wasn't interested, and that's fine, and we can respect his wishes. We can Thank respect you, his wishes. Um, but we had a good time. We did a little bit of off-roading. Um, uh, we had I, I I dipped I dipped the Miata so fucking hard in a ditch.
3: It had like fucking the what? Miata? Uh sorry. Uh the Miata would d- d- not make wow. it. My, my brain wanted to say Mazda. I dipped the Mazda six lip just scooped up like five pounds of dirt and shoved it right into the active grill shutters. And I'm like,
1: oh, I'll brush it off. And I was like, oh, that's a terrible idea. It's like gouging all of the paint. Oh, <laughs> just, that's
0: not
2: warranty. <laughs> it's not a warranty anyways.
0: But we had a good time. There were a few people that showed up. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we taught a 16-year-old girl how to shoot. and She um, hit how many yards? 600 yards. Yeah. Yeah. She did great. Yeah, She she was very impressive. Um, we blew a microwave completely up. That was a lot of fun. We also oh, blew up was... a stump. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, eviscerated.
0: Yeah. Lots of clays. Yes. A lot of popped clays. Yeah.
1: A little bit of fireworks.
0: Well, no. Big, very big fireworks.
1: <laughs> allegedly. Le- allegedly.
0: Legal, legal fireworks. Yeah. Yes. Safe and sane. Yep, safe Absolutely. Safe. Always make sure you wear protection. <laughs>
1: we did. Just so you know, we allegedly... For what we allegedly did, we had many fire extinguishers at the ready.
0: Yes. That's no lie. I, I carry two fire extinguishers typically when I go out.
1: And there were a total of three fire extinguishers present.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, at least I think Kier brought one as well. Okay. Yes.
1: Possibly four. So allegedly, it was a very fun trip. Yeah.
0: And I encourage everybody to practice proper gun safety. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So fucking
1: much. <laughs> oh you guys, it's I that time you, to thank our the wonderful people that support us and those are our sponsors. Oh, that kind of feels good. Eric's massaging my to, shoulder. Yeah.
2: Thank you to Travis Ferris from Hate Distributing Supplies with Justice Brothers Tucks
1: Yes. And thank you to Dale Follett and Alt from Twisted Builds. And also Norm Glazier
3: norm glazier
1: from stovocore underscore metal works all right jake's not gonna say anything also uh, we like hey! ray moon from el ring cheeto taco shop in lake elsinore which i can never say properly for some reason and thanks for block. paying us anyway. bruce vane
2: i love you thank you to spotify for broadcasting our podcast
1: And thanks to Mike, our producer. Uh,
0: Gay! Thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you to our listeners. We can't and will not do it without you. You can check us out uh, on Spotify, um, on Anchor, on Apple. uh, Anchor doesn't exist anymore. Uh, Oh, no, it doesn't. It's Spotify now. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, uh, So you can also check us out on iHeartRadio. We have a YouTube channel, search for Customer States Podcast, which, make sure your safe search is turned off. <clears throat> and you can check us out on our website, customerstatespodcast.com, or email us at customerstatespodcast at gmail.com. Stick your dick in it, Jacob. And with that, we say... So long, my little prolapsed
3: anuses. Oh.
1: Oh, my God.
3: Rosebud? Rosebud. No,
1: Pink. you can't do that. This is the uh, this is a serious end of this podcast.
3: This ending is rated very R. Serious. Pink sock says, ooh. Woo.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can't put ends microphone condom <laughs> prematurely.
0: And with that, we say, <sighs> Love "This you. is
1: hot garbage." Hot
0: garbage. <laughs> Mom, Dad, I'm so sorry.
1: They Love don't. Excuse me, Mr. and Mrs. Sarah, please do not Google anything that you hear on this podcast. And with that, we say, love Love you. you. you.
0: Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, Nick's got what I need on tap. Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States podcast. And then you can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.